this is one of our first interviews with an LSBU alum volunteer for our Volunteers Week interviews. LSBU alumni acts as the lasting connection to the university. Our alumni are examples of what success looks like, overcoming barriers, creating opportunities and smashing any glass ceilings along the way. We believe it's what you do that matters. So we are celebrating and asking some of our amazing alumni volunteers why it's important for them to give back and use their time in such an inspiring and rewarding way. Our volunteers are change makers. They are doers. They take action and get involved in projects that change communities. Volunteering at LSBU creates a community that thrives with change. I'm Sally and I'm Senior Officer for Alumni Volunteering in the Alumni and Development Team. I'm Jodie and I'm a Senior Officer for Marketing Events in the Alumni and Development Team and we are joined today by Naz Bay. Welcome Naz. Hi, thank you for having me. So Naz, we would love to hear a little a bit about what you studied at LSBU um, and why you chose this course. Um, so I studied um, at London Southbank University and I studied the LLB um, degree. It was a three-year course and I chose law because it was between either an English degree or a law degree and I thought I'd have better prospects if I pursued law. Amazing. So your volunteer experience with LSBU, I believe, is in the form as a mentor and a guest speaker in the law division, um, which wasn't for a relationship with the alumni team. So we're really interested to know about how you heard about that opportunity and why you chose to, to volunteer. Yeah, so um, it was more a case of me being a bit proactive. Um, I found I was at a point in my life where I felt like I could dedicate some time in being able to mentor, um, you know, aspiring lawyers. And my tutor when I was at Southbank, well, one of my tutors was Andy Younger, who I believe is now the director of law, um, um, if I'm not mistaken. And I always remembered him as being a fantastic tutor. He used to be, um, teach me medical law and ethics. And what actually happened was, is on the weekends, I used to work for Virgin Trains. And one day when I was serving in first class, Andy was there as one of the passengers. And I was like, hi, Andy, do you remember me? And surprisingly, he still remembered me. And we had a brief chat. And um, he was on my LinkedIn page as I had him as a connection. And when I found myself um, at a particular time in my life, sometime last year, wanting to reach out and offer my opportunity, uh, you know, seek any opportunities. Um, I contacted Andy on LinkedIn and um, just, you know, said, hi, Andy, um, it's been a while, not sure if you recall, bumped into you on Virgin Trains, etc. And, you know, I'd like to um, mentor some students or any opportunities that you think that university may have. And Andy, um, you know, um, surprisingly remembered me again. And um, he put me in touch with Emma, and um, the relationship went from there and um, I had a meeting with Emma and we developed um, an informal mentoring programme and I started giving talks to the undergrads and that's how it all actually started. I really think the Law Division was like, couldn't believe what landed in their lap when you reached out because it doesn't surprise me that they remembered you. I'm just wondering, you've done um, a variety of volunteering um, over the last few months and question about motivations to give back um, you touched on it a little bit there about having time in your life that particular time but any specific motivations and how does it feel how has it felt giving back in um, in a voluntary capacity at this for you 
I found it very rewarding. Um, I think what motivates me is being able to help. Um, you know, some people, they find reward in different ways. My way is being able to support and assist because what I found was um, I'm quite active on social media and um, websites such as LinkedIn. And without realising, I'd accumulated so many connections, which consisted of aspiring lawyers. And I was getting so many students reaching out to me, asking me, how can I break into criminal defence? Because what I was finding is that a lot of people were saying that it was really difficult to get experience within the criminal defence field. And I definitely found that when I was studying and when I was trying to break into the industry. And I think I found a bit of a gap. Um, and my motivation for it was being able to assist these aspiring lawyers because it was a case where when people were reaching out to me, I didn't really know how to assist them. I could offer some guidance, but I wanted to like take it a step further. Um, but I've definitely found it rewarding for me personally, because when I was a student, those opportunities weren't there. It was really difficult to get your foot into the door. But obviously things are so much easier now, given that we've got the virtual networking, which I think is a silver lining given the pandemic. Just to touch on your relationship with students and mentoring students, what was your experience like being one-to-one -one with them? And do you feel like they really appreciated your time and they responded well to the advice and guidance that you gave them? I think a lot of um, the students that did put themselves forward for the opportunities were very grateful for the opportunity because um, the common theme that I was picking up from the students that I was mentoring and currently am mentoring is that they had never actually um, communicated with a practicing lawyer and it gave them an insight as to what is actually involved in the daily life as a working lawyer you know when you're um, studying it academically it's very different to you know it being in the practical world and I find that you know they have grasped the opportunity um, it gives them an opportunity to ask me any questions and it's first-hand experience isn't it and I actually recently took on one of the mentees as a paralegal. And, you know, she's a year one LLB, LSBU undergrad with zero legal experience. However, it was the skills that she displayed that, you know, made me feel like, OK, you're someone I want to take on. That's amazing. amazing. <laughs> yeah, both me and Sally are like, that's amazing. <laughs> Because I think that speaks about impact. You know, there is a that's an example of real world impact through volunteering that you have created those opportunities for for students that don't have those networks. Um, time is precious, Naz, and I wanted to know why do you dedicate yours to volunteering, um, particularly at LSBU? Well, LSBU, because obviously I have a relationship with the university, I attended there, so I feel like it's gone full circle, um, especially when I talk about Andy Younger, you know, once upon a time he was my tutor, and now it's like he's almost like a colleague, and, you know, for me that's like, oh my god, um, it's um, a really... Um, like a strange feeling, but it gives me a sense of achievement to have actually reached that stage. Um, and yes, it does take up a lot of, um, you know, my time. Um, you know, I have my own professional commitments. I have my personal commitments. But for me, I feel like it keeps me grounded. It reminds me of 
where I was. And, you know, tomorrow I may lose, you know, the opportunities that I have. And I'd like to think that because I've given back that one day, if I need that assistance, it will be there. I'm a great believer in karma. And I think that's one of my biggest motivators as well. Just to touch on that karma point, I guess, how important is it to you to lead by example? Is that something that you think about? I do. Um, you know, sometimes you you don't actually know who is, you know, looking at your journey. You don't know who's actually following your journey. And I think it only really became apparent once I was a bit more active on social media. You know, social media, um, it has its pros and it has its cons. And I do believe that, you know, there should be a distinct line um, in, where you're sharing a bit too much information perhaps about your personal life and differentiating that from your professional life. And what I was finding is um, a lot of students were reaching out to me and saying, you don't realize this, but I've been following your journey and it's inspired me. I had someone contact me yesterday who said that, um, you know, seeing you, um, an Asian woman from East London, having achieved this, it's made me feel like actually I can achieve that too. And for me, that's very humbling. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's important. You know, you don't know who's actually watching your journey. Similarly, when I was growing up and when I was studying, I looked up to other people and thought I'd like to be in that um, position one day. So I was just gonna um, touch on that because that's what we're about in, in alumni. We're about showing those people's journeys showing that success has different faces, different backgrounds, different barriers, different obstacles. Um, so I just wanted to touch on, um, I've lost my train of thought. Hold on. Different barriers. Yes, your journey. And you said that you look up to other people. Who do you look up to? Whose journey have you kind of paid attention to? Who's inspired you? I wouldn't say it's one single person. There's been different people along the way when I've been at different stages in my life. So, um, for instance, when I was at university, I was volunteering for organisations similar to how students are doing at the moment. And, you know, it was fellow colleagues when I saw them in a particular position. I thought, oh, I'd like to do that one day. Um, when I graduated and I went on to law school and I wanted to undertake the police station accreditation scheme and I was volunteering at criminal defence firms, I came across some fantastic colleagues and I could see the work they were doing and I thought, oh, I'd love to do that you know, one day. And um, so there's been different people along the way who have inspired different aspects of my journey. There's been solicitors I've looked up to and I've really enjoyed the way they've, you know, um, applied themselves to work in terms of dedication, work ethic. Um, once I've qualified, I've looked at other um, women lawyers and be like, you know, I think that's amazing. Um, you know, Another woman that a lot of people have seen who, you know, has the A-list life is Amal Clooney, where, you know, she married this A-lister, yet she continued with, with all her legal work. And I think that is inspiring for a lot of women because, you know, she comes from an ethnic background. You know, she's married into this A-list celebrity. However, she still does what she does. She still does her human rights work. And I think that in itself is inspiring. So there isn't one particular person. I think you can pick different aspects from different people, depending on your own journey. That's amazing. I actually 
talking about your professional um, world as well as kind of the volunteering, a change maker is someone who proactively involves themselves to make change happen. I want to ask you, Naz, would you consider yourself to be a change maker? Um, I'm not sure. Like, <laughs> I think I feel uncomfortable calling myself a change maker. I'd like to think I'm making an impact or making a difference. Um, you know, I'm always trying to think outside the box. It was one of the reasons why I reached out to Andy. I thought, you know, I, I want to create some opportunities um, that, you know, don't come about all the time because I didn't even know such opportunities existed. Um, but there have been times where, you know, I've done things where I'm trying to do things differently. So, for instance, on my Instagram page, I introduced this new feature that every Mondays I post up job positions that I've come across. I don't get paid for that. I'm not affiliated with the firms or the organisations in any way. But it's a way of showing students and aspiring lawyers that, look, the opportunities are out there. You just need to know where to look. So every Mondays I put this job post with about four positions, um, which allows a lot of people to apply to these opportunities and you know it's just making it more accessible making the industry a bit more accessible um yeah just doing things like that and you know around the same time that i reached out to south bank um i also reached out to fellow professionals um, on social media to see if we could you know drum up some opportunities and um a particular lawyer reached out to me who has her own firm we hosted a virtual talk and based on the back of that, she recruited someone who tuned into that virtual talk, a student who'd completed their LPC. So, yeah, I think it's more about wanting to create a change and just, you know, seeking opportunities that can make a difference. I love that. Naz, you're a change maker. Just own it. Accept it. Say it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> change maker. Just, just own it. Um, I'd love to know if you have any kind of like memorable moment in your mentoring or guest speaking where you acknowledge the moment where you was like, this is why I do what I do. This is why I do this. Like any interaction or experience that just reaffirmed how rewarding it is to give back. I think I, I, it, it's a buzz. Um, every time I've given a virtual talk um, and, you know, the students have been have been so engaging and it's always towards the end when the Q&A start coming in. So you've got questions being asked because, you know, there is that dreaded moment that you think, oh, my God, is anyone really paying attention still to me banging on? When they start asking questions and they start asking about my journey, I think that's when I think, wow, like, OK, this is really helping because, you know, people are really absorbing the information. Um, so every time um, I do a talk um, and I'm getting these questions, that's when I get I get that feeling. It's an ongoing thing. It's never been like that's just that one particular moment. I was going to touch on um, your paralegal that you've recently hired, which is amazing. What are your hopes for her and how do you want to be a part of her journey? I want to show her that it's possible. Um, she's, she's still young. Um, she's 19 years old. And, um, you know, you can tell she's got the passion for crime. And I want her to be able to see that it's not a career that is unattainable. It is possible. Just because you have zero... Um, legal work experience does not mean that you can't make a success of it. So when I initially took her on, um, she has only 
worked in retail industries or the hospitality industry. However, I'm a big believer in transferable skills. And that's what my, you know, I, I, I'm a big advocate for transferable skills as my mentees or not, I'm always banging on about it. And I wanted to show her that whatever skills you've picked up in retail, whatever skills you've picked up in hospitality are things that can be transferred over to the legal industry. You know, you've got communication skills, you've got interpersonal skills, you know, customer service skills is such a big thing when it comes to client care. And I want her to see that she can make it with those skills and, you know, credit to her. She's been very enthusiastic. She's hit the ground running. She started preparing one of my cases as soon as I um, took her on, you know, she's been really passionate. She's fantastic with my clients. Um, so I'm hoping what she will take away from this in the future as she proceeds further is that there is hope. You know, don't give up hope just because you may come from a certain background or, you know, you have a lack of experience. You were um, very proactive in reaching out to volunteer and, and continue a relationship with LSBU. How, how do you feel that you've benefited personally from this experience, whether it be skills, connections, what have been your personal benefits? It's allowed me to develop on my, on my own communication skills, because when you are mentoring, of course, people have different needs and, you know, people understand things at different levels. And it's allowed me to develop upon my own um, skills in that respect. It's also allowed me to develop experience with public speaking, because this is the first time I'd actually ever given a virtual talk to students. You know, it was something that I thought I'd like to do, but I was a bit nervous thinking, do, do you think, can I actually do this? Um, but being able to do it has definitely helped with my confidence. It's um, helped with my public speaking. And I do think it would definitely help me when it comes to doing advocacy in court, because, um, you know, when you're doing advocacy in court, you are speaking to the bench, you're speaking to the judge, you're speaking to fellow people in the courtroom. And being able to host these virtual talks has really, really helped me as well. So it has been beneficial. And, you know, I'm grateful for the university for allowing me the opportunity to do that. Just want to quickly ask because I think the fear of public speaking is something that people can relate to. Do you have a top tip on how to overcome it? My main thing is make sure you're prepared um, because, for instance, if I'm about to go into court and I'm about to present a bail application on behalf of my client, if I'm not prepared, I'm going to start stuttering. Don't get me wrong, I still get nervous every time I go to court, but I think some nerves are good because that's what pushes you. And, you know, there are instances where the judge may ask you a question and you don't want to be standing there all stumped. It does happen. It's happened to me a few occasions. But the best advice I would give is just be well prepared. You know, have your arguments set out. Um, know your stuff. Know your knowledge. Know your case. Know your client. Because... You know, we all need to have it at some point. Sometimes we need gift of the gab and you're only going to get gift of the gab if you know the knowledge beforehand so that when you are put on the spot, you can actually relay something. So, yeah, prep, prep, prep. That was that was brilliant. And that's why we love to bridge alumni with students, because that kind of real world advice is so important for students to hear. Um, you know, hear it from lecturers, but need to hear it from the real world of work as well. The preparation is key and bringing your best 
kind of version of yourself forward um, professionally. And we, I just want to say thank you uh, to kind of bring the interview to a close, but just to thank you for taking the time today to come and meet us and to be interviewed and to allow us to recognise you and your volunteering and all the things that you've done for across the board, students and staff, the alumni department, uh, the law division in, in giving back and, and helping students. In fact, that does bring me quite neatly to a piece of feedback from the law division, if I may read it aloud. And it was, it's about your engagement with the law division in a voluntary capacity. So this was sent to me um, earlier this week. On behalf of the entire law division, I would like to say a sincere thank you, Naz, for the time, passion and energy you have shown us this year. We always love to hear from our alumni and it was doubly special when you contacted us to offer your support and assistance. Together, we developed a series of talks on criminal practice, which has proved to be one of the most well attended this year. In addition, you have taken precious time out of your busy schedule as a working mum to mentor not one, but six of our students. Your passion for your job is obvious and infectious, and your dedication to LSBU has touched the lives of many of our students. It is a pleasure to count you amongst our graduates. So that's from the Law Division. Oh, thank you very much. That's really, really nice to hear. And, you know, um, like I said, it humbles me and it's really, really rewarding. It's lovely. Thank you very much. Thank you. And from us as the alumni development team, you're a fantastic role model for students and um, a great advocate for volunteering. Thank you. And thank you for giving me the opportunity. And thank you for having me today. No problem. Thank you so much, Naz. It was a pleasure to meet you.